Well, hello, my name is David and I have a new life in Christ and I am recovering from fear and anxiety, control, comedy, and a cold heart. Hi, I'm really excited to be here with you tonight at Regeneration. It was years ago that uh, I began my own regeneration journey, Um, spent a year, just like many of you are, uh, working through these steps and learning not just what I learned in the program, but learning how to continue walking the steps towards healing every single day of my life. And it had such an impact on my life at the time, I was actually working in full-time ministry, uh, working with students in grades six through 12. And I became so encouraged by what I experienced in my life and what I learned that uh, I was motivated by this thought and this question of, man, what if I would have had regeneration when I was a teenager. And so I got together with a group of people and we had the opportunity to develop what is now known as regeneration for students. And so my regeneration journey has taken me all over the place. Um, God doing a work in my own life, but then also allowing me to join with others to create an opportunity to introduce young people to Christ as well. And so I'm usually with teenagers, but I'm really glad to be with you guys here this evening. Tonight, we are going to be talking about fear and anxiety. And you're gonna see the definition up on the screen, but I wanna tell you just a bit of my story here at the beginning. Uh, I will never forget being 24 years old and playing a pickup basketball game. So I was a young, healthy person But I thought during that pickup basketball game with a group of friends that I was seriously, legitimately having a heart attack. I had sharp shooting pain right in the middle of my chest and I'd heard enough about what a heart attack was like that when the pain in the middle of my chest began radiating up into my shoulder and into my back and down my arm, I was convinced I didn't know what was wrong, but I thought for sure I was having a heart attack. Now this came on the end of a season of my life where I was experiencing persistent nausea that I didn't know why. Um, So it created a lack of appetite. I had lost a ton of weight. I was down to 130 pounds at that time in my life. Um, I also was always kind of dizzy and shaky, probably because I didn't have enough nutrients, but I was largely unhealthy when I was supposed to be at my prime and most healthy. So that chest pain took me straight to the doctor and I actually visited a series of doctors. I did everything, the echocardiogram, I did the EKG stress test on a treadmill to try to see if there was anything wrong with my heart. I did blood tests and every doctor I went to told me the same thing. You're perfectly healthy. And finally, I had a doctor sit me down and say, hey, I wonder if what you are experiencing physically is a result of something going on with you emotionally. And I wonder if you're experiencing some stress and therefore some anxiety in your life right now. Now at that time, uh, as I already mentioned, I was a youth minister to students and I thought, no, no way. I'm a Christian. I'm, I'm a pastor. I teach others how to find peace. There's no way that what I'm experiencing physically here is a result of uh, some lack of peace in me emotionally. But that conversation stuck with me. And ultimately, through thinking about that and beginning to talk to others about that possibility, I was jolted out of my denial. And I began what became to be a season of a conscious journey and battle with fear and anxiety. And this is a battle that I know some of you 
may be fighting today. Now, a few other things I want to say on the front end before I I point you to some comfort and hope is this, is that uh, if you do experience fear in your life, I want you to know that fear is not always a bad thing. It's actually a God-given emotion that's created to protect us. When we face real danger, fear triggers adrenaline and you have your fight or flight or freeze response for survival. But God did not intend for our mind and our spirit to be persistently controlled by fear and anxiety. You see, a mind and a spirit that are preoccupied with fearful or anxious thoughts can be, as I experienced, it can be paralyzing. It can rob us of peace and it can harm our physical, mental, and spiritual health. So if you are listening to my voice right now and you feel like you are experiencing fear and anxiety, here's what I want to say to you. I I am so sorry. I know how hard that can be. And I also want to tell you that there is hope. I want to share with you a passage of scripture that was fundamentally comforting and instructive to me during my very first battle with fear and anxiety. The scripture is also an anchor for me that I return to anytime I notice the signs of anxiety beginning to appear in my life. It's a passage of scripture from the Psalms, Psalm 73, verses 21 through 26. And I'd like to read it to you now and just share a few observations and some applications before we move on. Psalm 73, verse 21 says this, when my heart was grieved, And my spirit embittered. For me, fear and anxiety feels a lot like grief. I was grieving the loss of peace. And I was embittered that I was having that experience. Verse 22, I was senseless and ignorant. I was a brute beast before you. This verse resonated with me so much and still does to this day. Whenever I move into a season of fear and anxiety in my life, I I feel irrational and those experiences feel incongruent with my faith and therefore I become confused and it's almost an out-of-body experience. And when I read this, I was senseless and ignorant. I was a brute beast before you. I was like, yes, that's exactly how I feel. I don't understand myself. What is going on? And verse 23 is so comforting. Yet, I am always with you. He's speaking to God. You hold me by my right hand. You guide me with your counsel. And afterwards, you will take me into glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And earth has nothing I desire besides you. And then he concludes in verse 26, this passage, my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. So I want to share with you three observations from this passage and a few applications that go with it. Number one, you are not alone. If you're experiencing fear and anxiety, I want you to know that you are not alone. The psalmist and author of the Bible experienced fear and anxiety. And there are other authors of the scriptures who did as well. This pastor who's standing before you today has experienced fear and anxiety. You are not alone. And I want to encourage you tonight. If you're given the opportunity to gather with others, to demonstrate faith and a belief that you are not alone by confessing to others that you're experiencing fear and anxiety, and you will find that you are heard, you are seen, and you are welcomed. And I also want to remind you 
that you live in a world with doctors. And so if fear and anxiety are harming your health, I want to encourage you to consider a medical evaluation as I did. You may find that helpful. The second, and I think most important observation from this passage is this. Through Christ, you can find comfort in God's presence, guidance in God's word, and hope in God's promises. I loved that verse 23, yet I am always with you. It's comforting to know that even when I feel like I'm going crazy, God has not abandoned me. He is with me. The psalmist who wrote this and the other Old Testament authors, they were all looking forward in faith toward the promise of a savior. And today that savior has come and we know him as Jesus Christ. Jesus is the way to restore our relationship with God that has been broken by our sin. It is in Jesus that we find forgiveness for our sins and adoption into God's family. And when we are in God's family, he is close. Jesus like a brother and God like a father. So the work and words of Jesus are the things that can give us confidence in God's constant loving and powerful presence. And so I want to encourage you, if you do not already have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, you can learn more tonight by going to regenerationrecovery.org slash freedom. So I just went through that really quick, how you can have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. But if, if you don't know that you have that, you don't need to listen to anything else I have to say. But you need to turn to God. Say, God, I want a relationship with you. I'm a sinner, I need a savior, and I believe that he's Jesus. You can find out more at that website that's on the screen. And not only do we find great comfort in God's presence, but we've been given guidance in God's word and hope in God's promises. So if you think you may be battling with fear and anxiety, I offer you a very clear and simple first step. Pick up out in the lobby this struggle sheet for fear and anxiety. Or you can download it online at that same website that was just on the screen. And I wanna challenge you, read this entire struggle sheet front and back every single day in its entirety for seven days. For a whole week, acquaint yourself with the truth that is contained in this single sheet of paper because it's packed front and back with scripture, truth from the inspired word of God. Because through Christ, you can find comfort in God's presence, guidance in God's word and hope in his promises. And then lastly, the third observation I wanna share with you is that God's power works best in your weakness. You see, in my experience, fear and anxiety can be incredibly discouraging. It can make you feel like you're going crazy. It can rob you of your energy and make you feel weak and insecure. There were times, honestly, in that season and a few others since then, when, when I mentally thought and felt like I was physically dying. There were times that I felt so broken that I would never be able to fit in or contribute to society. And it was in these times that I most needed verse 26, a reminder that even if my flesh and my heart may fail, God is the strength of my heart and he's enough. He's my portion forever. He's sufficient for my weakness. I want to close with one passage from the New Testament. The apostle Paul wrote to the church in Corinth in 2 Corinthians 12, 8 and 9. He's talking about what Paul called a thorn in his flesh. And we don't know what that thorn was, but I know what mine was. It was fear and anxiety. And Paul said this about his thorn in his flesh. He said, three different times I begged the Lord to take it away, but each time he said, 
My grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. And then Paul said, now I'm glad to boast about my weakness so that the power of Christ can work through me. And I can testify that when my flesh and my heart have failed, God's strength has been enough for me. And his power has worked through my weakness. And my experiences with fear and anxiety have now opened doors for me to relate to others in a compassionate and understanding way. What once felt like a mess in my life has become a message of God's sufficiency. God has given me many opportunities to connect with, to comfort, and minister to others. And he can do the same for you because his power works best in your weakness.